This is Shannon. And this is Kamani. And welcome to Drinking with Blurds. Your source for your politics, <laughs> your pop culture, all things very independent. I'm sorry. You see how I was fucking up before? Like, that's, <laughs> that's a mouth. Like, that's a lot to say in, in one little. little you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing about the conversation we have. Oh, God. <laughs> I am disgusted. <laughs> I am disgusted. Don't mind us, everyone. We're just. That's a conversation that will never. I, that just cannot be on the podcast. <laughs> we thank you all for joining us again. And it's a rainy day and it's a thundering day. So if you hear some lightning and thunder, just yeah, part of the ambiance for today. Yeah, this is not a studio. This is right. a little cute little room. Right. That allows <laughs> us to record. Everything ain't soundproof. Mm-hmm. Um, so just bear with us. So how have you been, Shannon? been okay how's your day been going it's good well um besides that my day was actually pretty like quiet because my two of my co-workers in my department went on vacation and my boss left early oh i almost got scared my boss left early (laughs) (laughs) you know i almost deleted the list with all of our topics really (laughs) Like, oh, oh my shit. <laughs> See, this is why I need to get used to using a MacBook because oh, yeah, I can't just be just transition to Mac. Like I'm, I'm like a newbie for real. But I'm on Windows more. But yeah, like there was really my boss. I left early and like I was pretty much there, so I left at four. Oh, that's like <laughs> nice. I saw on a Friday. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Friday. Um, and I'm sore because I had karate yesterday. That's karate. Karate's good. I'm, I I told them I would be going to London, and the teacher kind of sounded a little disappointed Aww. and like sad. Um, and then some of the older people in the class also said they got nervous me. So it was cool. Um, I'm better. It's almost been a year since I started. So cool. yeah. So today, what we're talking about is this whole notion that everyone is problematic. So I'm sure if you've been around and you've seen. A lot of activist circles there's like this whole notion of i don't know how do you describe it um you i mean i, I feel like everything is just like an issue now mm-hmm. things that you know used to happen back then people are voicing their opinions mm-hmm. more louder right. with much more emotion have a bigger opinion like is everybody's just so sensitive mm-hmm. so everything everything that anyone does right now is just problematic mm-hmm. and it's just and I think it's fair important to say that we understand that there are these topics and these issues that people just couldn't speak about now and now because of whether it's the internet or just being older <laughs> yeah, it's this thunder is really loud um <laughs> But yeah, people being bolder and things, these topics are, they're getting more strength to talk out against these issues. But I think one of the problems, it's on two fronts. So I wouldn't say political correctness because you know the conservatives like to use, oh, everything's so PC now. Mm-hmm. For me, I think one of the things, that, the notion that if you don't got it, you don't got it and you got to figure it out for yourself. I mean, this is where like, I do understand, like, you got to do your own research and, and think, but sometimes it's nice to hear 
an experience from another person than just reading up on everything, thinking you know it all, but you can't. Like, you have to really experience it. Like, a white person will never know the black experience, Mm -hmm. but stories or just learning about it will be very helpful. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it it will prevent white people from saying stupid shit if they just really... I'm going to read a tweet that I shared. Um, it's from at Chanel White. So S-H-A-N-E-L-L-E Little. Oh, not Chanel White. Damn. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> at Chanel Little. So double L's. And it says, there is no such thing as an unproblematic person. People are problematic. What you're looking for is willingness to learn and change. Change. And I think that's really important because... Although, like, you have the people that are just not compromising and don't want to learn, don't want to change, they want to stay in their bigotry for whatever reason, we have seen instances where people are trying to learn, and is just this dance of, like, how do you learn, how are you supposed to progress? Um, and I understand the whole notion of, like, you got to do your research, because yeah. we ain't here to teach you. We didn't, Especially when it comes to, like, things like race, specifically. Mm-hmm. Black people ain't create... So one of the arguments are black people ain't create white supremacy, so y'all gotta figure it out and figure out what to do. (laughs) At the same time, for me personally, if I knew a person was genuinely trying to figure it out and, like, trying to unlearn some of this stuff, maybe it's just the person I am, maybe because I'm more teaching inclined, I would be willing to sit down and talk with them. But if they're not getting it and they're, like, still like, but what about this? I'm like, see, I can't talk to you. You gotta figure this out. Mm -hmm. Um... And I bring this up because there was this example after the racist march in Charlottesville where, like, Lady Gaga and some other people were saying, like, this is this is not us and all that stuff on Facebook and Twitter. And then black people were like, what are you talking about? This is us. This has been America since day one. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Lady Gaga tweeted something like, oh, it's like to black Americans, how can, like, non-racist white people help? And a lot of people initially was like, oh, that's great that she's asking. And then Amanda Seals is her name. Mm-hmm. And some other people were like, no, you got to figure this out. Like, black people can't not hear the COVID with 10. And that's legit a real concern because mm-hmm. black people have been trying to teach white people how to do forever. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it's tiring and then it's exhausting. And I feel like a lot of, for marginalized groups, that's like a big issue because they're always expected to teach. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I think like on certain other issues, you weren't all well-educated on these issues or how to approach them before. Because a lot of, like, let's be honest, a lot of us didn't learn about race and racial theory or queer theory or any of this. Yeah, like, that's things that I've learned on my own. Like, Mm -hmm. things that I'm, okay, well, I want to learn more about the subject. Mm -hmm. Then I will go and dig or I'll try to find a group of people that's Mm -hmm. in that group and ask questions. But, like... But did they answer your questions when you asked the questions? Yeah. So... Is it fair if we like, oh, no, I'm not answering your questions? I mean, I, I think that's maybe preference because I would, you know, guide someone in the right way. Mm-hmm. But if you don't want to give up any information or you don't want to even talk about it with the person, then I guess that's for you. Mm-hmm. But I, if someone really asks and be genuine about it and really like wants to know to be a better person, then I would really, I will talk to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I think sometimes it seems like some sort of woke Olympics, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, and it's a lot, a lot of times in social justice circles or activist circles, 
you have this very this big fear of being divided or like people coming in and co-opting mm-hmm. um, and you have this need to protect so sometimes I feel with some people that are inclined to social justice if you ain't like dotting all your I's or crossing all your T's mm-hmm. you ain't up here you can't be with us um, so I'll ask this question what happens when someone that is like quote unquote woke mm-hmm. but they ain't all the way there and they say something that's like disparaging or disrespectful or whatever how do you think people should approach that because the, what tends to be the case now is people automatically get called out dragged and mm-hmm. left to I think like I, I think that it depends on I guess how the person is because you can have someone who thinks there's the wokest person mm-hmm. on the planet and then gets called out for something that doesn't seem right mm-hmm. but if they could sit there and understand what was wrong mm-hmm. then okay but then there's some people that think they're woke but then they'll defend this terrible idea mm-hmm. hardcore so like I can't I can't really sit there and argue with you right. But so I have an example remember Van Jones after the election was like this was a white lash and like everyone was like yes Van's talking the truth blah 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 blah, blah. Mind you, Van Jones got like kicked out of the White House when Obama was there because he was too radical. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's what I've heard. Or then I don't know what this was. State of the Union, some foolishness, where the guy in the White House did some theatrical stunt, and then Van said something that was just like, "What?" Like he's like he's now presidential, and a lot of people took a lot, got really upset with that. Like, how could you say that? And to this day, a lot of people view remember that Van Jones from that night and not the Van Jones that's been like advocating all of this from before that one moment. Mm-hmm. And I think in many ways social media kind of encourages it. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't give people the chance to grow and learn. Um, and especially if you're forced to speak on the spot, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, oh my God. And it's like captured forever. Back in the day, if you said something, you had to be on like a live mic or something. Yeah. And now it's like if you tweet it, if you delete it, somebody already screenshot it. Someone's always screenshotted something. It's all over. Right. Um, so there's no chance. I think in terms of people being able to grow and develop without having to deal with this notion that like, oh, you ain't perfect, you ain't up to all our standards. Mm-hmm. Because truth be told, a lot of us say a lot of problematic stuff. We did a lot of problematic stuff growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I did. I know a lot of us did because of how we were raised or what we were exposed to. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until like you learn more and you become exposed to more people or you meet people that have different experiences mm-hmm. that you understand like, oh, that's not cool. You can't treat people like that that are different. Mm-hmm. Or you can't think like that. Or you can't like act like that. Right. Because it's not fair. It's not good. Um, so I say all that to say sometimes I feel like there should be some room to grow and develop mm-hmm. as people. What do you think? Um. Yeah, yeah. I I f- I feel like you know sometimes we go a little too hard on people sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like understand that there's something wrong and you have like strong feelings about it, but like when it turns to like death threats and. Mm-hmm all these other extra comments it's just to me it's just a whole mm-hmm. extra step too far like you could really sit here sit here and really have a conversation with someone you don't have to 
take it to where you're disrespecting. But oh, if I was in person, I would spit on you, kind of thing. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. you know, people in the comments will right. take it there. Like, you don't have to. Right. If you really want someone to learn, that's not the way to make someone learn. But then on the flip side, <laughs> you have people that are saying like, "Oh, calling people racist is what caused this whole mess," and I don't agree with that. You say what? People like they were saying like calling people racist and homophobic and all this stuff is what caused them to vote for the guy in the White House. So calling them racist makes them do racist shit, right? So I think <laughs> the opposite is you have to be mindful of the opposite as well, because if you're a racist, you're a racist. Mm-hmm. If you're homophobic, you're homophobic. If you do all these things, if you're a misogynist, you're a misogynist. Mm-hmm. Like, and me not calling you that isn't going to stop you from being wrong. Like, mm-hmm. if, I, if you've been, if you say nigger and you're saying that you're white, <laughs> that's it. It's like, no. No. There's no, like, conversation. Like, why can't I say the N word? No. <laughs> this, this is, like, been discussed at length in multiple mediums. What about the word nigger? Because this is where people could also get problematic here as well. Because there's, you know, black people that don't care for the word at all. Um, there's people that don't say the word at all. Mm-hmm. There's people that allow certain white friends to say it. I'm the person that I don't care for the word. A word is a word. Mm-hmm. That word will not hurt me. Mm-hmm. Like, there's multiple things you could call me that could probably hurt my feelings. Right. But the word nigga is probably not going to do much to me. I'm like, okay, so what? But it's just like... (laughs) But don't you think sometimes people be like, oh, well, you're contradicting yourself saying nigga, but I can't say nigga. Or if someone says this, you go off this way. Like, I I don't don't know. There are so many words in all the languages in the world and white people hung about one word. One word they can't say. I think... For black people, it's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to respect that older black folk might not, don't want to hear it. Don't like mm-hmm. it. I think we need to start asking white people, like, what do you think about the word nigga? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Because I always ask black people, like, hey, what do you feel about the word nigga? Like, do you care for white people to say it or what? Mm-hmm. But I might ask a white person, like, do you care for the word nigga? Like, what, what, is what is it urge? like? Why, why do you have this urge to say this word? Like, <laughs> so I'm like, it's a word. Like, why do you feel the need to say it? Like, I don't care for it. But what's what? What are they getting out of saying the word nigga? Do you feel more no powerful idea. than us when you say it? Because they have everything else. Like so- they have everything. So, like, this one word saying, like, no, you can't do this. It's like saying, it's like when Black Lives Matter or a group saying this is all, it's a black-only health thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why can't I come? They have everything already. Calm down. <laughs> like, one day out of the year or, like, two hours or, like, a barbecue in somebody's backyard. Look, even hi- Black History Month. Right. Like, we can't why even have that shit to ourselves. It... <sighs> yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about, like, the black people on the other side that kind of encourage this. So on one hand, like everyone's problematic and have our faults. Mm-hmm. But how do you feel about the people that actually actively encourage it, encourage problematic people and saying like, oh, like people, like say black people that encourage white people to say the end. 
nigga, stuff like that, or encourage them to like, oh, you, everyone's too PC, like black Republicans that kind of enable these things. Mm. I don't like them. <laughs> I don't like them. Like, why would you encourage something that is problematic? Like, just chill. <laughs> just chill out. Like, you can't do this. And I, I have another example. So we're both from immigrant, like black immigrant families. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes with black immigrants, depending on how their parents are, they look down on African-Americans in a very problematic way. Like, oh, they ain't doing nothing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's, like, derogatory. I think just that idea is problematic. It's right. just, like, at the end of the day, we're all black. Right. And they don't care where you're from. They really don't. And they'll pitch you against each other just to maintain power. Mm-hmm. At the same time, and this is going to be a later episode, there's tension about people not understanding the sacrifices that black immigrants make and, like, how hard it is to come to the United States in the first place mm-hmm. and why black immigrants have such a, I don't know, like, a determination because mm-hmm. some of them, like, coming from country dirt, country roads, barefoot, mm-hmm. growing up. I mean, they come to America for opportunities. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, whatever opportunities they can get, they'll take advantage of. So in some ways, like, this whole problematic discussion it's like that's why i say everyone's problematic because it's multifaceted and you have different layers of things that you think might be normal that's problematic to someone else mm-hmm. like for instance and this is like something i'm not proud of but in, as growing up we used to treat spanish-speaking kids differently we're like oh they're speaking spanish and talking about us blah, blah, blah. and that was the common behavior around people in my elementary school Mm-hmm. Growing up, I realized that that's not fair to do to people that speak a different language, and it's un- like it's kind of it comes from this xenophobic idea that because I speak English mm-hmm. and I'm in America, I'm better than someone that speaks a different language. Right. So I felt like that was, I felt like in elementary, I didn't really, that wasn't the case. I think everyone was just kind of on the same level when it comes mm-hmm. like the Spanish and the, you know, the Spanish kids. Mm-hmm. But in high school, I've I've seen that yeah. a lot more. Right. And also, like, Haitians, when they speak definitely. Creole, like, that was definitely, oh, it's like, no one wants to be around a Haitian or but this even, and that, like. But think about some terrible insults, like, quote, unquote, African booty scratcher. No one wanted to be called that. Mm-hmm. But why? Right. So, there, these are these ideas that, in various ways, have been, like, infused into, like, because even if you, like, a guy grows his hair too long, like, in Jamaicans, they're like, are you talking to Rasta? When are you going to cut your hair and all this other stuff? Mm-hmm. That to somebody else is like, why can't I grow my hair long? So, but to them, it's like part of their mm-hmm. psyche. Like, oh, you got to look put together. So why don't I look put together? <laughs> it's, so it's a lot of complicated, layered things. Yeah. Um, I did want to ask, because we talked about this. When people say, like, oh, go do the research online and find it. You can't. F- you you can find a lot online, but I don't think you can find everything online. But then we mentioned this, like we criticize hoteps for getting all their information from online. We do. <laughs> like, oh, you only looking at those YouTube videos? Why can't you like? Uh huh. Them hidden colors. And- <laughs> <laughs> Umar Johnson, all that. Right. Fine. So on and on one hand, and this is not this is how humans are. We're mm-hmm. very contradictory when we want to be. Um, on one hand, we want people to get their knowledge from approved sources. Mm-hmm. But then again, what are these approved sources that we don't share with other people? Like, if a guy is a hotel, 
Mm-hmm. And he's misogynistic and homophobic and everything. And he's trying to undo his whole type of ways. And he's like, okay, what do I do? And then someone's like, go research online. Yeah. What do you do? He's going to fall back into his black hole of Umar Johnson and all those other people. Right. Hotepi, all that stuff. Yeah. So does is it a, should someone help him? Like, you should read this. Like, you should read some Audre Lorde and all this I mean, personally, I would be like, hey, look, this is what you need to know. (laughs) Give him, like, at least a starting point. Like, I remember on Facebook, around the whole time with the whole Shea Moisture commercial. Mm -hmm. Oh, the ones where they replaced the Yeah, and I (laughs) I had posted my opinion on Facebook, and one of my white friends had, she didn't understand it, Mm -hmm. and I really did explain it to her, and then... She took that. She read some articles, and then we had a conversation about it. You know, that was that. Like, I wouldn't just push someone away when they really was just trying to understand what was right. going on. I remember for me, I didn't understand. I didn't like take a black feminism course, mm-hmm. but like I had a black feminist friend, and she was really patient with me when I would like share stuff. I'm like, what's wrong with this? Why is it a problem? She'd be like, da, 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 this is why, and this is what people have talked about. And so I would go, like, after having a conversation with her, I would go read some more stuff and be aware of more perspectives that weren't my own as a black man. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, okay. And then because she was there to kind of guide me, mm-hmm. it didn't turn into this thing of, like, me turning to people that are saying, like, black feminism is cancer and blah, 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 and destroy the black community. It turned into me, like, black feminism is affirming and it helps our better approach liberation in a different way. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's important. If we Like, if, how the hell does black feminism destroy know. the black community? Because feminism, <laughs> according to Hotep's, feminism oh, is a white Jesus woman's Christ. creation. <laughs> and oh, God. Therefore, it's going to destroy its design. Everything happen. destroys the black family, the black community, right. everything. 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 Um, yeah. <laughs> Like, you can't just not be a p like, you're just not a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> maybe you being a piece of shit is the reason why we can't get along. Like, right. But hey, shit happens, different scenarios, and all that other bullshit to where, you know, things break us up, quote unquote. So, how do we move forward then? What do you mean? In terms of. Should people, the, you said it was like a preference thing. Should people that can't, are not willing to like talk and educate people not educate? Like if a really good friend of yours came up to, you you already gave an example, but if someone like is known for like saying, no, Google's there. I'm not, whatever, whatever, I'm not teaching. Mm. Is that should be the response that's there, right? Or if we're trying to really create change and create a society where these issues aren't as big as issues as they are now, mm. should we be engaged in like trying to move people along that are trying? Mm. Um, well, I believe that we should at least help educate each other. Mm-hmm. You don't have to sit here in like a classroom and teach this person exactly. everything, but at least we're like, this look. Give them a very vague or a pretty good, solid reasoning on why this is this way. Mm-hmm. And let them research. Mm-hmm. 
it, it just to me it comes automatically. Like once I find an answer to something and I'm like, okay, that kind of changed my outlook. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm gonna look into it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that's fair because yeah, like I said before, mm-hmm. I would where would I be without someone that took the time not teach but at least guide me mm-hmm. because it, let's be honest you didn't know you were ignorant at one point too we was i feel like we were all ignorant we wasn't born woke right and that's the thing people and probably because i'm a christian i noticed it with people <laughs> that are like christian they do it like oh i'm blah, 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 so i'm better than you and i think a lot of times in like social justice like circles you have the same attitude like oh i got it you don't got it and mm-hmm. I now did all this, and I've been to all these marches, and I've read everything. Mm-hmm. But so, it gets like that in those groups, and it's like some. And for me, as knowing where I'm coming from, knowing that I used to have some problematic ideas that I had to leave behind, and I'm growing, still I'm learning. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, bam, is there no room for growth for anybody? Right. Because we're so set on having these, this power being paragons of social justice and perfection so i mean when we talk about people changing i don't know if you heard that whole thing with kim kardashian um Mm -hmm. and jeffree star who was like a makeup i think he's a makeup artist oh i think i just update so for listeners so kim kardashian i think she released like a new foundation or something like that Mm -hmm. And I guess Jeffree Star reviewed it, and he was like, you know, I find that the makeup, like the swatches are a bit chalky. Mm-hmm. And I think her fans were like, I can't remember, I can't, I don't know if the fans was going at him or going at her, but she said like a, like a, uh, she put out a video saying, well, your guys need to like move on and get on from the past and stuff like that and stuff of that nature because Jeffree Star a few years ago so to say was saying like it's just this really terrible audio of him saying oh he's a fucking nigga this and that like look at you dressed like a poor Mexican like when I say if I heard that shit I would never be his fan like I'm not He's like a makeup artist. Oh, okay. But like, if I ever like heard that shit and I was a fan fan of him, I would just drop him. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm gonna play you the audio after, okay. just so you could hear it. But that have just been a no. But after um, after people was getting on Kim Kardashian about that, defending someone who was a racist, I don't know if he changed his way since then. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't really follow him, but she released a video after like, you know, I really sincerely apologize because I didn't know enough about the situation, mm-hmm. which I found to be like the key words and everything that she said, like, she just did not know. Like you're voicing an opinion about something and you really don't know nothing about it. Mind you, he said all this racist stuff. You're married to a black man. Mm-hmm. Your child is biracial. Right. So how does that make you look? Yeah, it's kind of similar to like there was this big controversy or the thing with SZA's old comments from two years ago that I think were like homophobic or something. What What did it say? I don't know. I just saw people talking about it one time. Aww. And 
sense because now this is before like her album came out before she got really popular mm-hmm. um and people were like oh she said this and she said this and blah 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 i think on some hand people have the right to feel how they feel their feelings are valid if they feel like they can't support someone like that because of what they said because they're targeting them that's their right and they should have that because i could never i don't know someone that said something like if god forbid the guy that killed Trayvon Martin mm-hmm. said I've repented of my ways and blah blah blah. No. No. I can never like no. That's no. there's certain things you'll just be like, no. That's it. No. <laughs> I don't care what you I don't can say. What you did. You like donate all your money that you won falsely. You like you killed him. Just no. You murdered him and mm-hmm. you got away with that. And then you kept denigrating him and his family and people mm-hmm. like Trayvon. I can never get over that. Yeah. So it's like the same as if this person, the president, somehow decides to apologize. You're not saying genuine. You're not like every like we see this when he apologizes, but he doesn't apologize. And when he was like, "Oh yeah," then he blames on both sides in Charlottesville. No, mm-hmm. it's not both sides. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I was so upset when I saw that. I'm like, oh. so <laughs> the whole I think the whole notion of everybody's problematic. I think there are levels to this. Like there's the there are the people that are trying. Like they're like on the cusp. Like, they're like, what? I'm kind of confused. But mm-hmm. like, I want to be better. I want to be a better person. And they don't know how to get there. So they might try to reach out. Mm-hmm. And some people are going to yell at them. I think this is also important for them to know. Like, if you're on the cusp and you're kind of wrestling, which I had to understand this, and someone kind of, like, shuts you down, just because that person shuts you down doesn't mean, like, someone else won't take you aside and tell you mm-hmm. how you can learn more. Um, because for every few people that shut you down to someone else that's like actually this is why um because i remember when people started saying oh i don't see race i'm colorblind and i was like what no i'm black <laughs> like i'm black see me as a black person so you can see my understand my experience i don't want to be like a blank slate because that isn't how the world's seeing me it's really not and like people at my college when they saw that were like oh okay and they start like i make people remember my senior year when i shared an article about white, white privilege and then i went and ate dinner with my family and there was like a big argument on my Facebook page about it, like with people from college and like other black people I knew. And then when I tried, they were like, oh, one person who wasn't a friend of mine was saying like, oh, you're perpetuating racism by talking about this. I'm like, no, this is my experience in this town as a black man going around everything I have to worry about that you don't have to worry about. Mm-hmm. And some people got it after that, like, oh, okay. And they were still like struggling with it. But over the years, like I've seen them, or at least online, become more vocal about racial issues. Mm-hmm. And I see could pretty much thank social media for that and right. how accessible it is. And people are just posting videos of the experience, mm-hmm. writing articles about the experience. Right. The it's out there. It's just people. I think I had a discussion with my mom, and we talked about it, and it was just like you know, it's not that none of this stuff was going on. It's just that you're seeing a lot more of it because. The internet is for everybody. Right. You've seen people from different states post things. Like, you see how the world is. Yeah, because even though we were like born or we were like one, when Rodney King happened, it was like a big thing because it was on video. Mm-hmm. And so now when people are seeing it, caught on, everyone has a cell phone and people are recording and you're seeing all these egregious things and you're seeing that nothing happens. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, Maybe what this person said about white privilege and about their experience as a black person or as this a queer person mm-hmm. is true. 
So, in that case, how do you feel about, like, these uh, blue lives matter people? Like, do you think they'll look, they really sit here and look at these videos to say blue lives matter? Like, Honestly, I, I feel like they're missing something here. You ain't blue. Nobody born blue. If you do, you have a genetic condition. <laughs> People are born black, and black lives matter. Like, there's no... Mm-hmm. I don't know what... Like, these are the type of people I wouldn't argue with. If I see you have, like, that blue stripe thing, or, like, you're saying blue lives matter, I just already know this is, like, a non-discussion. Them, I just can't understand. Like, do you not see the videos out here? Like, multiple ones. The multiple videos of innocent people getting harassed, they bend being over assaulted. Yeah. Like, do not see that going they, on. They bend over backwards to come up with an excuse. They really and do. That, that's why those are the people I can't. Like, that, that's like, you know, I'm gonna that's leave you, up there. I'm going to leave you by yourself. That's, that's the people at the cusp, and then that's like the people that's all the way up here that you can't even save. They just, there's no talking to them. Right. They, these are the people that will comment that craziness, like, oh, conspiracies about everyone turning and lying on their president. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no. So those are the people you can't reach. And I think this is something that I heard from a teacher once in high school that you if you can only reach, if you only reach like one person, you've done your job. Mm-hmm. So it's not about like trying to save everyone. Like, you can't save everyone. You can't save everyone. And I think sometimes some people that aren't really, some people are inclined to try to save everyone. So before I used to be arguing with people mm-hmm. and like try like, da, 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 this is what, why it's wrong. Child, now, time if for like, that. you don't get it after that first comment, I'm either going to tell you about yourself and like, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Or I'm just not going to respond. So, see, it's kind of a mix of telling someone to go do your research mm-hmm. and also telling someone to, you know, tell them what's the real deal. Mm-hmm. It works. Yeah. It works. I think that's fair. I think, again, like to listen to our listeners, it's up to you on your personal window. If you know you don't got the, the patience. <laughs> but if, like, say if you're, like, a hardcore, like, social justice person, Think like I would encourage you to think if someone that you care about that might be like, eh, like wrestling with stuff, mm-hmm. if they were to come to you, think about how you would address it. Right. Um, because I won't go as far as to say like everyone's the same and we need to care about everybody. No, people did vote for this guy because of racism and class, whatever. Or they voted for him to maintain their reasons and their power. But if you had like someone that's like, well, my uncle voted for him but he's saying is he voted because of this i don't understand why all these black people were well i don't even know i'm trying to be a better way of thinking about how to talk to him about why he was wrong because we have to this is also going forward like white liberals gotta step up and we see this mm-hmm. in like the aftermath of charlottesville and everything y'all gotta step up because we out here we've been doing this for hundreds of years around the world trying to like save y'all because people even look to black people like, oh, yeah, black people are going to save us from this impending doom. And <laughs> when it was across the board, white people voted for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can only educate so far until people take up the mantle and start trying to educate and change for themselves. Well, I feel like there's a lot of educating that needs to be done because how could you vote for Trump? <laughs> like, I can't. 
Like, white power? Like, exactly why these people... Like, did you there? listen to what this man was saying before he got that. elected? Like, they still want that. They still I, want that, but I'm like... Some of the shit he was saying, now y'all up in arms because he did this. You voted for the man. Right. He like, said what he was going to do. And he's doing exactly what he said. Like, oh my God. And it's, and to have his party <laughs> just sit by the sides, like, just tweeting. Just let him do what he wants. Like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. White like, the fact that there was, like, a, a tweet or a post yesterday about someone saying that Ted Cruz spoke out against white supremacy and that he might be a good run for 2020. Ted not, Cruz. not because he just... Right. Uh, just come come on, was, people. <laughs> Y'all are too are quick. So Y'all because, are too quick. Um, and we need the people that are, like, on the cusp. So, on some hand, we need, like, the... On issues of race. I'll speak from that. Mm-hmm. Like, the white liberal people that get it, that have been, like talking and lead, like letting black people lead and following their lead and like researching and understanding why these it, like issues are so important. We need y'all to step up and talk to the other people that are like right behind you. And get <laughs> and your mans. Get your cousins, your grandma, get your mans. grandpas. <laughs> get them all. Get them in line. Because people of color, especially black people, can only do so much. Mm-hmm. We are still technically minorities in this country. Hmm. And so y'all gotta step up and do stuff. Yeah. Because although we're all problematic, we all have our shortcomings. We all ain't <laughs> out here about to die in the same way. Uh uh-uh. uh. So, Shannon, do you have any recommendations for our listeners? <laughs> My recommendation sheet is so blank. <laughs> <laughs> so we tried to write down our recommendations before we came in. And I still don't have a recommendation. Like, oh my gosh, this is what they're gonna know you like. I'll go first. So, in light of our discussion about everyone's problematic and racist and all that stuff, I would recommend something called a book of poems called "Counting Descent" by Clint Smith. I don't know if I recommended this before, but it's so good. And I'm not a big poetry reader, mm-hmm. but I feel like the poems really hit home to certain like key moments in that I can relate to Mm -hmm. about being a black, like sort of nerdy growing up, like unathletic and then going to college. And it's like a really great experience that kind of reading it. And so I've tried to slowly been reading it and it's so good. So I recommend that. Mm -hmm. Um, I still don't have recommendation. Talk to your family and Shannon's recommendation. Get them in line. Get them in line. Get your mans. Just get your mans. Um, I would say learn and teach. Like, there's always something you you could learn about, Mm -hmm. and teach whoever wants who wants that lesson, who wants to learn. Like, don't even bother with people that's just trying to argue. They're trying to argue and going to be ignorant about it. But we all should, we all need to learn off each other, be a big community. And that goes for black people too. Like, we should be teaching like black people that are problematic in some ways. Yeah. Because some of us need to get our family members too. It might not about, be about racial issues, but there's so many other issues that we have shortcomings with. And That's a lot of different issues. Right. So. Yeah. So we've come to the end of another episode. Mm hmm. 
And we want to thank you all for, again, joining us and listening to us. And we want to invite you to follow us on our social media at Drinking With Blurds on Facebook, Drinking W Blurds on Twitter. And again, we have a blog, drinkingwithblurds.com, where we post updates, we post like supplemental stuff to our blog, or our podcast, I mean. And of course, Shannon has a Spotify playlist, Wine Wednesdays, and all that good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so again, thank you all for joining us for this episode, and we look to have you back next time. Meow.